that was smoked, similar to like peated scotch. Oh man! But it was smoked. Get this. Get the freaking this. <laughs> um, it is um smoked in like sheep's dung or something like that. What? And I'm like, what? I gotta know. What? I gotta know what? what's what makes this. Yeah. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. This week on Chill Filtered, we are drinking a very limited release whiskey from Silverback Distillery uh, from not only Pennsylvania, but also Virginia, and it is Silverback's Christina or Christine Riggleman Reserve. I don't know why I said Christina. I've been actually talking with her on email this week. And yeah, so not Christina, Christine. Sorry, Christine. Uh, Riggleman Reserve. It is a, a single barrel release. Uh, pretty much only one barrel from, yeah, Silverback Distillery. Well, well, before I get into any of that stuff, before I get into uh, history or how Robbie or myself are doing, I'm going to go with really quick history today. I mean, a really, <laughs> dang it, really quick business today. And that business is, and we've said it recently, uh, give us a rating review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't have an iPhone, there are ways to do that. Uh, It means a lot to us, and I think that's one of the best venues for uh, podcast listening. And so the more our rating is, I think we have like 37 or something uh, rating slash reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. And we are so grateful for every single one of those rating slash reviews. Uh, so yeah, keep it up guys. You know, if you're going to give us a four star rating, that's cool too. Uh, hopefully you guys like us. Uh, hopefully this is after your fourth episode and you're hooked and, uh, and you're just ready to throw down not only four stars, but an extra to make it five stars. So that's the, that's the business this week. There are ways to do it. Even if I, I don't have an iPhone, uh, but I have found that I can do that. And, um, yeah, that's what we got for business. So, uh, outside of the business, Robbie, how are things going for you? Oh, I guess it's all right. It's been kind of crazy. I'm on summer officially now, so we've been out for uh, about Hey-o. about a week, which is nice. Uh, but it's been busy. Like, so what happens is I know, and I don't know if other people like this when they have a break coming up, but like, there's tasks that you'll be like, <clears throat> well, I'll have time, and the when my break comes up, so I'll just not do that now. And then, like, uh-huh. so the first week of summer, like, it's just I've just been playing catch up on all the stuff that I foolishly put off. So uh, been, uh-huh. it's been busy getting a lot of stuff done, but uh, kind of winding down with that to where the house, like the housework and kind of stuff is just on a maintenance level here pretty soon. Um, so that's good. Yeah. But I don't know. It's been nice. Been going swimming a lot with the girls, uh, grilling a nice. lot, which is nice. Did some great chicken thighs on the smoker tonight and uh, got a pork butt ready to go on early in the morning tomorrow. So that's fun. Nice. Yeah, gonna gonna rub my butt Our, early uh, in the morning and throw it on the grill. Yep, rub it early, mm-hmm. throw it on that grill. <laughs> are your uh, your sister in law and your brother in law are they? Uh, are your your brother in law and his wife Danae and John are they out in Boise this summer? Yeah, they're officially moved. I think they're uh, just about to have their house sold and mm-hmm. it's like in uh, the whole like nice. waiting phase of everything. So they should have that sold and they're officially down here which is nice so yeah getting swimming their that's pool fun. a lot and stuff which is fun yeah although they're getting they have that's a, cool they have a lot of construction going on right now because they're building my mother-in-law a mother-in-law suite which is almost the size of a house uh-huh. so it's crazy 
Uh, Holy cow. <laughs> but right, so then, so then right next to the pool too, they also tore out a bunch of concrete and they're putting in a new fire pit. So the last time we were oh, over nice. there, Junie shows her true colors and like, like Junie, you got to stay away from that. And uh, as soon as we weren't uh-huh. looking, she grabs this cup and just starts running over and then wants to scoop it out and make a sandcastle. And uh, I, I, I oh, let out funny. the dadliest roar possible. It scared her to death. And she... She stopped, oh. which no, no. Oh, it's like yeah. It was a good thing because that that girl's yeah, yeah, yeah. never. She would have made a mess. Yeah, she would have. So uh-huh. it was pretty fun. But like the dad roar, you'll it's get. Funny. You'll, you're gonna have the dad roar soon, Cole. It's a nice thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's so funny. I just I look at Juniper and I look at Finley and I just think you are each represented by those fraternal twins there. Uh, you know, I, I see you much more as Finley. Really? And uh, Juniper is just like, just like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do what I want. Dude. And and in a way, Chelsea reminds me a lot of, of my wife, Heather. Both can be stubborn and both can be... Um, independent. What's the word I'm looking for? Like strong-willed. Strong, yeah, yes. and, and independent, very much so. And I And me and you are not that way. Like we are like... <clears throat> dependent sometimes yeah and uh and i see juniper is like i'm gonna do what i want and uh, finley's like no i need some love you know and <laughs> finley is sweet finley's very funny sweet she can be subversive but the funny thing about junie is she's definitely got that independent i'm gonna do what i want i don't care streak but then she from yeah. like chelsea like and i can be stubborn too uh but yeah, she gets yeah. that from chelsea for sure and then on top on top of it like she has my like very much like Johnny Knoxville, get a rise out of you kind of a thing. And <laughs> she loves to push buttons, man, like her daddy. And like it drives my wife nuts. So, uh-huh. Yeah. So it's funny. Look, so oh, that's great. She finally jumped off the diving board. And uh, so I. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so like I'll, I'll be in the shallow or the deep end waiting to catch them because they don't want to get their faces wet, but they got their floaties on. So they'll jump and I kind of. <laughs> I'll catch them and then I sink, but they don't kind of a thing. And uh, yeah, yeah. But for before sure. they jump, though, in order for me to catch them, they have to say, their name, so it would be like, I'm Juniper Dudlow, welcome to, instead of saying jackass, she has to say jack butt, so she says, <laughs> I'm Juniper Dudlow, welcome to jack oh, butt, that's beautiful. and then they fly off the diving board, <laughs> so it makes me smile Oh, time. that's such a good dad move. Yeah, it, it, you know, whatever keeps you happy, we're treading water for 45 minutes, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, anyway. Man, I'm going to have to think of some of those traditions for my family. Oh, it's just... You just, I don't know. You got to do stupid stuff that makes you laugh. Otherwise, you cry. Yeah. Profusely. Or, yeah. Or twice everything's painful. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, man? What's going uh, on I love with you it. guys? Uh, you know, it's uh, Thursday. Uh, we're recording on June 17th, and my baby is due on the 19th on Saturday. Yeah. So it's crazy. I, Heather is really wants this baby out and uh, I don't know how painful it is to have a baby at you know nine months pregnant Uh, but she is like looking up YouTube videos of like eating uh, or like doing like random positions on on the ground like 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 yoga almost positions or or like walking on an angle or like walking on the curb and the and the road at the same time (laughs) Or what else? Like, uh, oh, uh, uh, spicy cookies. I made these like spicy ginger, cayenne pepper, molasses cookies. And uh, and she was trying to eat those. And they say they can induce labor. The funny thing was I, I made them and I read the recipe and it's like, eat like five of them. 
and then lay down and just wait for labor to begin. <laughs> and that was yesterday. <laughs> and no labor has begun. Uh, and so uh, we'll we'll see. I I would be down. I would be down if Heather started having contractions right now, and uh, and we started the process. And Robbie's just got to carry the podcast in unglorious fashion and just dive bomb like. Oh, Cole just left. So here's the. Oh man, that would be that would be pretty. So epic. the color of the whiskey. <laughs> do you remember those days where where Adam would be like, "Cole, talk," and I'd be like, "Uh, the color of the whiskey is brown." <laughs> like, oh, that was it's good. It's rustic terracotta. Yeah, or like uh, copper, but like not semi shiny copper. Not too copper, but copper. Not like the hound dog, just copper. Yeah. Copper, I barely know her. <laughs> anyway, Hi, yo. Uh, life is good. I have tomorrow off. Uh, not only is Saturday the due date of our little Nina, uh, it is Juneteenth, and we are observing that nice. for my work tomorrow. So oh, I have cool. the whole day off tomorrow, and maybe we'll record. Who knows? Uh, I think it'd be fun to do an extra episode, especially because I might be incapacitated for the next week or two, or maybe yeah. three. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But Robbie's lining up some cool guest uh, hosts, uh, just like uh, just like we've done in the past. I'm hey, Robbie, guess what? Hey, what? You, I, I, like, the, I, I can't speak. Um, your halfway episode is coming up. Not like halfway, but you're like halfway of the whole podcast. You would be a co-host. It's coming up in the next few weeks. Is it? Oh, boy. I was yeah. I, I so you started at episode eighty one mm-hmm. and uh, doing the math. It's hundred. And so we're almost at episode one sixty. Oh man, that means if I carry the one, yeah. divide. No, yeah. don't divide. And then round Multiply. the three. Hundred and eighty. Oh, 60. Don't forget to divide by three. Hundred and sixty three. Two. Hundred sixty two. Yeah. Hundred sixty two is my Ish. halfway. No, it's technically 160 um, because, but if you don't count the episode we did with the Del Bach, which I wouldn't count, and then if you disregarded the co or the guest host appearance, gotcha, in like episode 55 or something like that, then it would just be 160, and then we'd have 80 episodes with Adam and me, and then 80 episodes with you and me. Oh, and uh, here's to another million episodes. Golly, are there enough whiskeys, Cole? Yes. We're not running out anytime soon. We have some shout outs coming up about awesome people that have have helped us out with some great whiskeys recently. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but anyway, otherwise in my life, uh, it is fun. It's weird because I'm like, my my work does a great job and my boss and my team does a great job of saying, hey, Cole's going to be out for two weeks or so once this baby drops. And we want to, you know, remove a lot of his projects and responsibilities so that he can, you know, peacefully take his paternity leave. And so I really appreciate that about my company because they're good at that. I've worked for companies where they're like, yeah, it'd be great if you didn't take that time off. And that kind of sucks. But they're like, no, enjoy it. We'll take care of everything while you're gone. You don't have to worry. You don't have to think about work. You can just take care of your good old baby and so I, I appreciate that about my company. And so at this point, by saying that, I'm saying that <laughs> at this point, I don't have a lot on my plate uh, that is like workable. And if I do have said baby or, or you know, we have said baby, 
this weekend or something. It's just like two weeks off, you know, take Perfect. care of the baby. Yeah. Love that baby. And uh, yeah, my birthday's coming up. Did you know that? July 6th, you said? Third. Nah. 13th. Uh, you're on the you're on the you were on a on a pattern there with the third and the sixth. What's Ninth. next? Yeah. Or zero. I'll be turning thirty one, which is a prime number. I'm in the prime of my life. So. <laughs> but also forty one, Robbie, is a prime number. So I think you're gonna be in the prime of your life too. Oh boy. Oh. That's so neat. Come January fifth. <laughs> yep, January fifth. Yeah, totally, man. We're hey, we're like a half year apart. We we are within a week of opposite ends of the year. <laughs> of the you got to think about the these things. Not the Earth. Did I say the Earth? Oh, like rotation of the Earth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Cool, man. Yeah. Hey, Cole. Yep. So, yeah. What's up? I gotta stretch my legs. You want to go for a walk here? Let's go for a walk. But before we go for a walk, <laughs> let's announce. That we're going to break. And we're back. What a nice walk, Robbie. Especially the fact that you live in a different longitude and latitude that I live in. Yeah, uh, but we could yeah. feel connected by it was both good walk, walking in the summer heat in our jeans, you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. Swampy. And, and you know what the temperature <laughs> reached today in Gilbert, Arizona? What did it reach? 100? 116. Oh, boy. That's crazy. Yeah, it was the hottest day yet of the year. Oh, uh, and then it's also setting records. Like they, and I think you're getting it, too, up in Boise. Is it pretty hot up there? Uh, not too bad. For we're, this time of the year? No, no we're 90. So it's not okay. bad. We got 90. So okay, good. Not too bad. Oh, I miss Boise summers, man. I'll tell you what. Head over to Barbacoa, sit on that uh, uh, that patio thing and watch the lake or like, <laughs> you know, hit up 8th Street or, uh, oh man, it's just good times. It is nice. Have a picnic at uh, Camelback Park. Mm-hmm. Or is that Hyde Park? What am I, oh, no, Hyde Park's next to Camelback Park. Hyde Park's like, yeah, just that area. The area. Yeah. Camelback Park's the park. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Which they, re- so, they uh, redid the hill, Cole. They redid the hill, so it's like not treacherous. In what now. way? Uh, you know the top where we get oh, really, really steep. I've, I've never actually climb? gone up. Okay, then you wouldn't know. They put steps up there at the very top where it was like oh, kids nice. screaming for their own safety. So you can't like throw your friend down. I'm, yeah, I mean you can throw your you can throw a friend down anything you wanted to. Okay, cool. But you that's know, kind of the goal. It's actually probably worse now to throw your friend down because there's steps. Concrete steps. Yeah, they'll get hit by every step. <laughs> they won't just roll. They'll just go thunk, 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 thunk. roll that Good beautiful beam footage. Yeah. Remember that commercial? So, no? beam like beam, Jim Beam. No, no, no. Bush's baked beans. Didn't we talk about this on the pie? Roll that. Beam oh, beam. yeah, we talked yes, about that. I have seen. It's it's a little late, and yet there's there's uh what is it? What's the dog's name? Jake. Oh, I only talked to my. I don't know. I can't remember. But he was a good dog. He was a, he was a golden. Yeah. Nothing like a good I think good it was an Irish man. setter. Tell you what. No, I'm pretty sure he was a retri- or lab. Uh, I think it was. Okay, anyway. Type. So Christine Riggleman, what is she up to these days? Yeah. 
That's a great question. <laughs> Before I get to any of the history, I did want to give a few shout outs this week. Uh, really well-earned shout outs. We mentioned Sean last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is on our Patreon uh, OG list. And Sean not only was able to sign up for Patreon, but he also couriered us, what, six, six point like six and a half, like seven samples, basically. Yeah. Uh, I think three or so of them were single malts. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one bourbon, and then there was one um, oh, blank and right. Maybe it was more than that, but it was six total. And then he, he did a, a rum that, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I don't know. What a pro. So thank you, Sean. Seriously. Thank you for helping us out. You're, you keep us going in terms of... Uh, you know, we're going to keep making more episodes and we're going to do an e- each an episode on every whiskey you sent us. So it'll be fun. So can I say the highlight? And uh, the highlight, though, is he wrote. Yeah, he wrote little notes. And my note. He, yeah, he did. So he's like, mm-hmm. he's like basically said, you know, he's like he, he has to start chronologically. So he's been going like all the way from the beginning. And he must have just mm-hmm. gotten around to where yeah. uh, I, I Chelsea was making fun of me for saying or referencing uh, listeners as fans. And uh, he, uh-huh. in his note, he was like, hey. I don't know how long ago your wife said that, but just so she knows, I really like the show. I've listened to like 80 some hours in two months. Uh, I'm look, nice. d- like not looking forward to running out of episodes essentially and having to like wait every week. I am a fan. And he signed uh-huh. it, you're a fan. And I showed it to Chelsea. And the first thing she did is, is she saw what he signed it as. And she just goes, oh my gosh. I'm like, yep, I got fan mail. <laughs> so <laughs> made my day. And not only fan mail, fan whiskey. Serious. So anyway, it was yeah. awesome. So awesome. Appreciate you, Sean. Grateful to have you on the OG team. Speaking of the OG team, mm-hmm. I have three more shout outs, but I'll make them quick. Uh, the second one is Mike Cook. Mike yeah, uh, sent us a little note today just showing us, you know, that he appreciates us, appreciates the uh, awesome whiskey he was couriered this week. Mm-hmm. And he not only did all that, he upped his Patreon uh, tier to the uh, stickers tier. So thank you so much, Mike. Nice. We appreciate it so much. And uh, and then another shout out to one of our uh, OG Patreon people. And this is a simple one uh, because uh, it's for Bryce Morita for providing the sample we're drinking today. Oh, yeah. uh, there were only 158 bottles of this whiskey released in this batch. So not only did he snag a cool rare bottle, but he shared a two ounce sample with me and a two-ounce sample with Robbie. So thank you so much, Bryce. Uh, and mm-hmm. check him out on uh, Instagram at, at underscore, or B underscore S-Y-D-E, as in B-side, as in Bryce-side, <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing at least. Uh, and then another shout-out to uh, Joel Bradbury, uh, potentially our favorite Tasmanian listener. Uh, he also upped his Patreon tier... Uh, as far as I know, he is. There's probably someone out there that's like well, that, like worships us at like a at like an altar. And I'm not saying like he's not as that guy who's worshiping us well, cool. we, is not we, a bigger fan. We don't even know or the, is a bigger no, fan. We don't even know the altar boy. So Bryce, not Bryce, uh, Joel, Joel is definitely our favorite Tasmanian because he's the only one we really know and love. And that's he, true. He's so dang so, good looking. Yeah, he is good looking. But if and he, that dog, man. <laughs> but I tell you what, if he wants to build a shrine, if he builds a shrine, he is absolutely 100% our favorite. No doubt. Oh, about yeah. it. That's all he's got to oh, do. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and Joel has some uh has a package heading down to him uh via courier uh to 
with his cool, what's it called? Um, chill filtered stemless Glen Karen. And with a few stickers and a nice note, you know? So uh, Joel's got something coming for him down in the Aussie land. Down under, down under, as I like to say about Tasmania. So, yeah. Thanks okay. for upping your Patreon tier to the stemless, chill-filtered Glencairn tier. All right. That's all the shout-outs I got this week. want to keep them short, uh, but I think I went long, yeah. but it doesn't matter. We're having a good time. They up theirs, so Let's we up do... theirs. Up exactly. ours, up yours. <laughs> I remember, remember the old uh, Seven Up commercials where it was like Orlando Jones. <laughs> yeah. You you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I literally last week said to Chelsea, I'm like, man, why don't they bring back the Seven, make Seven Up yours commercials? Like, I feel like that <laughs> that, could hit, that could hit hard again, you know? And and Orlando Jones was like, hey, that's my slogan. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Anyway, that was the song of my so, people. Silverback. Yeah, I'm not ready for that okay. though. I, maybe, I, I, it, but maybe for you. But when I say it, like it's gonna be so stinking perfect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thanks for reminding me of that though. Yeah. So how's Christine Riggleman anyway, doing? Silverback, Christine Riggleman Reserve, release number three. Although Silverback is a growing distillery, this is not our first Silverback product on the podcast, and I can assure you, it won't be our last. Uh, episode 99, uh, what is that, 57 episodes ago, we drank Blackback Straight Bourbon from Silverback. There is some overlap, uh, but I actually reached out to the distillery and Christine herself and got some updates and some info, uh, some inside info Ooh. to supplement what we already have. So ah. let's talk about Silverback Distillery. So it started over six and a half years ago. And if you're listening to this episode late, this is in 2021. <laughs> uh, and it was started by Christine Riegelman herself. Uh, and they have two, and, and actually her daughter too, but I'll get into that. Uh, they started, they have two locations on the East Coast. One's in Afton, Virginia, in the Blue Ridge Mountains. And one's in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, in the Pocono Mountains. Interestingly, uh, both in alcohol control states, but both states, I've spent most of my time during my life, and those are my top two states that I've ever lived in time-wise. You, so you've that's just a, a fun factoid about Cole. That's a big John of living there, Cole. Yeah, super big John. Did I use that correctly? Yeah. That was uh, well put. Yeah, you did okay, use it correctly. Perfect. And there's very rare times you wouldn't be able to use it correctly. I'll assure you that. Bryce would know. <laughs> uh, and Sean would know, because he's from Philly. So shout out to my Philly cats, as I like to call them. <laughs> anyway oh meow uh, she was inspired <laughs> meow <laughs> this is already a great episode anyway uh she was inspired by is there a trip whiskey to in this ben <laughs> there will be okay. uh yeah there was yeah she went to ben nevis distillery in scotland and that was the only distillery she hit up while she was there and she was so inspired by it uh, and and so I found that funny though because if you're going to go to Scotland, not many people would only hit up Ben Nevis. Uh, ben Nevis is kind of a lonely Western Highland distillery, uh, a bit north of uh, Oban, but it's not like one you'd like be like, oh yeah, I totally went to Scotland and hit up one distillery, which is cool. Like I'm down, you know. Don't get me wrong, Ben Nevis seems dope. And if anyone's got some Ben Nevis samples and wants to share, we will definitely bring that on the podcast. But that being said, 
I thought that was kind of funny. But anyway, she was so inspired that she and her daughter, uh, Lauren, founded Silverback and named it after her husband's nickname. Uh, he went by the nickname Silverback. And he still does. He's still around. Um, Lauren is actually a professor of distillation. And I wasn't able to find out where for a, like a, being a professor, but she did actually get her master's from, I believe it's pronounced Harriet Watt University for brewing and distillery or distilling. And she actually went to University of Virginia undergrad. Go Who's. That's where my wife went. So they have a, a few good products. Go Who's. Like uh, Who's. Like H-O-O-S. They're also the Cavaliers, but they, okay. they call themselves Who's. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway. The Cavaliers. You got, yeah. Okay. Now you know. Now I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forget what it like. Maybe it's like short for something or something like that. Wahoo. Yeah, that's what it is. Wahoo. So they just call themselves Who's. Okay. But anyway. They yeah, have a few good products that they are that they make, including Berenge vodka, which is the Latin word for uh, monkey or gorilla, I want to say. Uh, they have strange monkey gin. They have blackback rye whiskey. They have blackback honey rye whiskey. They have blackback bourbon. They have blackback sour mash whiskey. It's blackback Alpha Series, which is a barrel proof products. And then they have uh, barrel-aged gin. They have blackback bourbon, as I mentioned. And then blackback moonshine, 151 proof. And then what we're drinking today, the Christine Riggleman Reserve. So I hit up Christine today, actually this morning. And she was kind enough to get back to me on very short notice. And here were some of the things she said, just updates and kind of how things are going at the distillery since last time. Uh, She said, and this is a quote, she said, baby hooch. Lauren Riggleman has been promoted to master distiller alongside ah, me. Congrats. I bring the craft and she brings the science to Silverback. She is currently the youngest master distiller in the world. She has her master's degree in fermentation and distillation and is a professor of distillation, as I mentioned earlier. She says, we, we just won another gold medal for our Blackback Bourbon at the SIP Awards. Uh, and she says that's 22 international awards now. And this is me interjecting. So I'm not quoting anymore. Uh, and I said, it's actually uh, double gold that they won, at least in the 2021 SIP Awards. I looked it up. But here's this has nothing to do with Christine, what I'm about to say. But the SIP Awards I looked into. Was it similar to the San Francisco World Spirits competition or something like that? You know, mm-hmm. it, is there a million double golds handed out? And it turns out, yes. The SIP Awards... <laughs> Just like this is just for zero to 10 year small batch bourbon had two best in show platinums, seven platinums, 10 double golds before I even got counting on the golds alone. Uh, But that was just for small batch bourbons, less than 10 year old. Uh, So I have no problem with Blackback being good, as we have already determined on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But I always question what gold means in some of these competitions, and I just have to say that. Uh, But but good on you guys, um, Silverback, for getting that. Because being gold means you're good, that's for sure. But doesn't mean you're best, at least according to this competition, it doesn't. But gold is awesome, so that's all I'm going to say. We are expanding. I'm going back to quoting Christine. Uh, We are expanding and are now in Kentucky. We will be doing a big launch this summer. Nice. As to what makes batch three uh, of my reserve so special. I love it's like her reserve. That's so cool. Like, uh, like, 
you, like I have my whiskey, but I also have my reserve. Uh, <laughs> she says, what makes it so special? I hand select each barrel. I release them at higher proofs to be enjoyed at barrel proof or close to barrel proof, which depends on where the sweet spot hits. I will be releasing another batch this year, and it might be a different animal altogether. So keep an eye out for it. Last re- rat, wow! Last release sold out in two and a half hours in our Virginia location. Uh, and she signed. Uh, this is my favorite part. I love this. She signed the email, "Hooch Mama." I love it. She's <laughs> she's great. Anyway, so what we're drinking today, uh, Silverback Christine Riggleman Reserve, release number three. So you you heard the woman. It's a honey barrel uh, product, a bourbon, and a single barrel to boot. Now, I don't know personally if this one is cast strength. I'm going to guess it's not uh, at the exactly 108 proof. Uh, but she said, or in the in the quote, she said, or close to barrel proof. So it's either it's either was barreled at that or she cut it tiny bit. Uh, no age statement. Release number three was this year. So it was a 2021 release. And thanks again, Bryce Morita, for mm-hmm. uh, sharing this. Total wine price. 125, but good luck finding it now because there were only 157 bottle or 58 bottles even released. So let's crack this open. No cork pop today. We we have sample bottles, uh, but I'm excited. This will be good. I I semi entry buzzed with some smoke wagon uncut unfiltered. Nice. And maybe I'll take a sip of water before I uh, go right into the silverback. I interbuzzed with the uh, remnants of my Hibiki Japanese Whiskey Harmony from last week. And golly, it's good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. For Dude, sure. Japanese whiskey, it's hard to hard to get a bad one. Ooh. Yeah. So far, I haven't. All right. Let's crack it open. I tell you, this is a... Uh, this has got some... It's very uh, bourbon-y strong smelling. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's nice. It's a nice reddish copper color. Yes, it's if uh, I may say so. It's coppery terracotta for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eggshell white. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Man, Have you ever seen? I'm sure you've seen it. The uh, movie American Psycho. Oh yeah. He's like <laughs> showing off his business card. He's like, "You like that? That's bone." And I just love that scene. It's like the greatest scene in the whole movie where like Christian Bale starts sweating because of the uh, other guys the stress of people showing off their better business cards than he has. That's kind of so how, good. It's kind of how I feel when I see other people's whiskey collections. Oh, that's why I, sometimes I will avoid scrolling on our yeah. feed on our Instagram page because I get depressed sometimes. I'm just like, oh, this guy found a buffalo trace antique collection on the shelf and i didn't and i don't know it's not that big a deal but i get sad sometimes Ooh, so i don't look at it Ooh, so on the nose yeah it's definitely definitely, a little bit heat to it yeah i was actually about to say it is not your standard bourbon smell i wouldn't i would almost say this guy almost has a sazerac six smell to it Uh, that's me I am not as smart as you, so I don't know if I agree or disagree. No, I can't, I can't do, remember. Do whatever you, your heart tells well, you. The thing is, you you really remember stuff. I remember if I liked it or sometimes. Didn't. So I forgot to give it the spin J. So, but this definitely it definitely has some heat on the nose for sure. 
some light bourbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 108 is a good proof. It's got a little spice to it. Yeah, I can see a little sad spice to it. It's got a little spice to it. I'm going to go for a sip. Yeah, go for it. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's it's a, it's bourbony, but I think, to, honestly, I'm getting a little more rye notes on the nose. It's good. It is not a, a chewy caramel, at least on the nose, which usually bourbons lead that that path of chewy caramel smell and stuff. Yeah. Best notes ever. Oh man. On the palate, I'm just getting a lot of heat. Like really hard for like, I don't know. I might need to go for another sip here. A lot of heat, not really mm-hmm. getting a lot of flavor to it. Um, it's definitely, it definitely tastes cast strength to be honest. Like it's got some heat to it for sure. What do you got? Yeah. Um, at first, getting oak notes mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, it, it does have some heat. It's not. It's not too crazy, but it's hotter hotter than it seems. I would say this is seems like a one fifteen, one twenty ish at first. But then I get a little notes of not only that oak that I was talking about, but that also a charred oak, um, almost like a burnt, you know, wood kind of. But not in a bad way. I think it's a good thing. And then at the end, kind of the finish. I got a little bit of juniper notes, juniper berries, mm. and kind of a almost a evergreen cedar. I don't know, okay. almost menthol-y a little bit. I can see the menthol. I'm getting. I can see that for sure. I think that kind of goes with the with the like the the, the, the vaporiness of the alcohol. I'm getting a little like fruitiness mm-hmm. in the middle. I can't put my finger yeah. on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not like a fruit punch. It's not it maybe close to like a fruit roll up kind of thing. I don't know, like mm-hmm. a straw, like a, a artificial strawberry or something like that. A little bit of fruitiness, but I I'm not getting a ton out. I'm not, yeah. I got a little bit of like straight gin notes on That's, the uh, second sip I took. Yeah, uh, which you know shows up with the juniper berries and the cedar and mm-hmm. the um, you know the menthol-y kind of notes I did give. Uh, but I got to give it one more shot before I add water to this. Yeah, I just added water. I'm kind of excited because, it. I, you know, I want to get a little bit more into it. I definitely can. Uh, it's oaky for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Not quite. Get, I'm not. Well, I, I'm i getting almost like a, you know, the longer it sits on my, like the, between sips, I'm getting a little bit like a nice, like a little licorice menthol-y kind of a taste to it. Yeah. So I, I see kind of where you're going, maybe a little more herbal in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of herbal. That's actually a really good way to put it. Ooh, what what do you get? Well, did you take your last sip with a sip neat before we transition to water here? I did. Okay, what do you? I'm else? dropping the drops right now. Okay, no, I think I got what I needed. Okay, uh, nose improved a ton. Really? Oh, okay. let's give it the old spin jack. I, I kind of want to hear what you get. Well, I'll, I'll go so I'm getting a lot. Of, it's very sweet now. Very, it's almost caramely, mm-hmm. but like with a rye spice kind of notes to it. Like it definitely still has a lot of that ryeness to it, ryeness. But it's much yeah. sweeter on the nose. It's really nice. Yeah, this has a brightness to it. Uh, you know, the the same brightness you would say is the difference between a gin and a vodka. Uh, vodka being the less less bright of all of them. 
Uh, very good. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's herbal. This is very herbal to me. Yeah. So I just I went for my but sip. in a really bright way. Like are, sweet are you getting, bright, are you yeah. getting like herbs on the nose? Uh, no. I'm just talking about the nose just, at this point. God. So you are getting herbal on the nose. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just getting a lot of sweetness. But on my sip, uh, it was much more palatable. Oh wow. Um, for sure, it brought the heat down. For yeah, me. I just sipped. Yeah, uh, a little sweeter. I, I'm getting. A, a lot more herbal notes on the end there. A little more menthol-y, a little more anise, licorice kind of a thing. What are you getting, Cole? Yeah. I mean, honestly, we, we've talked about this before. We we did a what whiskey would you choose on what would you suggest whiskey-wise for, for a, a gin, gin lover. lover. Yeah. This is the closest I've ever been to gin notes on a bourbon and it's good i mean it's different it's very different it's but different. it's still good like there's nothing about this that i don't like and with water it actually did bring out a lot more of those herbal junipery cedary mentholy notes yeah cedar that's a good note i like i can yes i see the cedar mm-hmm. i cedar Cedar. Cedar. I barely know her. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Gosh, we we entertain ourselves if nothing else, you know? (laughs) (laughs) We're like, huck, 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 huck. Oh, man. Question is, Cole. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to see what Ice is going to do this. Yeah, for sure. And and this is so gin-like to me. That I would not even put this in like a, if I even wanted to, it's so rare that I probably wouldn't. But like if I wanted to put this in an old fashioned, I would probably put it in a gin drink before I did that. Um, or like a gin cocktail rather. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to a whiskey cocktail. Because it's it's really bringing that note out. Yeah. You, you know what might be interesting? So like, what are you thinking? Uh, gin wise, I like gimlets a lot, which is just uh, gin, mm-hmm. lime, simple syrup, and maybe like. A mm-hmm. lavender bitter or something like that. Um, yeah, this would be one of the. Like, I don't. I don't really drink whiskey with lime, but I think I could do that with this for sure. The other, the other cocktail I would do. With, no, I wouldn't do a cocktail at all with this, but just based on the price and the uh-huh. availability. Uh, but it, it would. Be, I think it'd be good, like in a sazerac too, with a little bit of those um, Picard bitters and stuff. Like I think that would complement it pretty well. Oh, for sure. So nice aperitif, mm-hmm. kind of in the night with. You know what's my favorite gin cocktail? What's that? I you know I don't for, I don't remember the name, but it has uh it's not Aperol. What's the other one? What's the other bitter red liqueur? Um, uh, it starts with an A. I want to say Campari. Campari, yeah, it wasn't to start with an A. So a little bit Campari, and I don't even like Campari. I think it's too bitter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you do a little bit of Campari, a little bit of gin. A uh, little bit of actual like muddled white grapes, huh. and uh, I forget what the last that might be it actually. And what's it called? And it is. I wish I remembered what it was called, but it, it was so good. I had like a kick where I was drinking it like for like weeks. It was great. Yeah. My favorite. Anyway, my favorite uh, gin I, cocktail uh-huh. is uh, the Aviation Gin Creme de Violet. Some lemon juice, I think. I don't know. It's purple. 
and you look. You know, there's a you look really aviation when you gin now. Yeah, and there's an aviation oh, gin. Oh, totally. But anyway, um, ice wise, what are you getting? I'm giving it the old spin J for now, but my hand is getting colder, so that's the first note I'll give you. Oh man, yeah. So I like this with ice. It tamed the heat down a lot. I'm getting a little like. I oh, good nose. Still getting oak with it, but like a little bit like more of like a, a nutty flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. The nose is even better because it tamed it down a little bit, but the flavor's there. The alcohol's not there, of, at least on the nose. Or at least the, the notes of, of, I mean, honestly... Uh, with ice, it smells more like a gin than it does a bourbon. You think so? Yeah, I think with the ice. I mean, it's not a bad thing. A very subtle. I mean, this like is a, a legit corn-based spirit. Um, but it's cool. It's cool to me that they're pulling these notes out. I, they didn't even. They didn't even fuse or anything. It's it's definitely uh, unique for sure. And I think I think mm-hmm. nose-wise, uh, water was my favorite. Ice was my favorite on the palate. Um, got a lot like there's definitely that oakiness, cedary. Uh, an herbally kind of thing, but I got like a nice yeah. nutty uh, note on it as well. Ooh, nutty's a good note, especially with the or the ice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Don't doubt yourself. Any other th- nailed any, it. Any other thoughts there, Cole? Um. Yeah, I'm with you. It's almost like a little bit of peanuts, kind of with the water at the end there, and like some fresh, nice. You know, Virginia peanuts, for example. <laughs> but yeah, the palate's great with the ice. I'm very surprised. Uh, but the funny thing is, is it's it's it doesn't taste like a bourbon to me anymore. Like the more I drink mm-hmm. it, the more I think it's gin. And uh, like I said, that's not a bad thing. That's actually really unique. And I do enjoy gin. If you hate gin, you might not, not love you. this bourbon. No. To be honest, I'll do it. Um, but I've never had such an herbal bourbon ever before. Herb or bourbon? An urban. Oh, that's already a, a word. Herb or bourbon? Urban's already a word. Yeah. Yeah. Herb or bourbon? Yeah. yeah. Bourbon. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I'm thinking about a, a little rating on this guy. All right. What do you got? And I think I have a rating. Do you have a rating? I do. You want to go first? Why don't you go first? I like when you go first. I'll go first. So I'm going to go with a, a you know high on the list. Uh, nothing too crazy though. I'm going with the eight point oh five. Oh okay. It did break eight. Um, it is unique. It is special. I mean, to be so rare is kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like this bourbon. I don't know if I would pay 125 for it, but I could see some people very well throwing down for that. Uh, it, like I said, it's very unique in a good way. It is, like I said, the most herbal bourbon I've ever had. And if you're into that kind of thing, if like you enjoy, uh, you know, cedar, if you enjoy, if you're one a gin lover or you're into those kind of notes with bourbon like we've talked about a few bourbons that have like kind of a menthol-y mm-hmm. note to them even the amaranth we had um i don't know if you were no. you, you you were there right no that was right before you yeah um but the amaranth had a lot of like like menthol notes if you're into those kind of things you're gonna love this bourbon and uh so i give it an 8.05 okay 
Um, this is, you know, I'm going a little lower. Uh, well, decent amount mm-hmm. lower. I'm going to give this a 7.5. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's just not my thing, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, would I buy it? I still would buy it. I'm like, you know, you just get in the whole like scarcity thing. It's, uh, you know, uh-huh. and, and I'm like, yeah, you know, and, but also like, it's just, it's unique, you know, it's, I mean, if you got yeah. somebody again, like I would, you know, we love drinking whiskey. We love drinking whiskey with people. And if you do have that gin lover come over, you're like, Hey, I, I try this, see what you think. You know, yeah. I, I would be interested to see where that oh, goes. Oh, for sure. In the name of science. So, uh, I would definitely buy In it. In the name of science. Is it my favorite? No. But I would buy it. Plus, it's got a, you know it's got that kind of cool like Willet pot still looking almost bottle and oh yeah, it's fancy mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. it would make you feel like a fancy man. And you know what? Sometimes you want to feel like you okay there, Cole? Did you fall down? I dropped my sample bottle <laughs> on my metal um, table thing, so now everyone's gonna be like, "What was that?" Uh, so, but now they know now they what know. it was, and knowing's half the battle. Yeah. So I am bringing up another piece of ice into the remaining bit of sample I have because it is the best that way. Yeah. And which is which is something to be said about a bourbon that tastes better with ice. Yeah. For, for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, so thanks thanks Bryce, thanks uh, Christine for hitting us up. I hope you enjoy the episode cuz she wanted to listen in, so might as well uh, thank her as well. well so, you know, thanks for this. This is great. And I think the other cool thing is just to see, you know, and I think I mentioned this the first time we had, uh, did the um, blackback, but it's I yep. someday would love to see my daughters be a master distiller, and it's cool to see that be women legit. in those positions, you know, to have their own bourbon named after them, to be yeah, you know, working with your daughter. I would love to do that someday. So anyway, Riggleman's and good on you. Yeah, and Christine said that she is the only master distiller, female master distiller, to ever have a whiskey named after her. Mm-hmm. Or at least a American whiskey, I want to say. She said, "Yeah." Well, but I would guess that maybe the whole world. You know what? If I were to one day have a whiskey named after me, I would be a happy, happy man. So yeah, seriously. Yeah. Seabald Reserve. Well, that that would be named after you, Cole. So that wouldn't make me as happy, but it would make yeah, me happy to, yeah, to have my friend have a whiskey named Dead Bald Reserve. There you go. All right, man. Yeah, that'd be legit. Anyway. I guess it's time for another segment of our show called Whiskey World News. All right, it's time for Whiskey World News, part of the show where we read an article quickly because we talked about other stuff way too much, and we talk about it. This one comes from The Thrillist, <laughs> and it's written by Caitlin Hitt. Uh, it's titled, This Scottish Train is a Five-Star Hotel on Wheels, complete with a spa and whiskey tastings. Europe just added U.S. to its safe list, so if you've been considering a trip across the pond, now's the time. And if you like both whiskey and finer things in life, the Belmond Royal Scotsman might just be the ticket. It allows you to experience Scotland via train while soaking in luxury, sipping whiskeys, and enjoying spa treatments. The Royal Scotsman was first launched in 1985 and has gone through some major upgrades since then. It's basically a five-star hotel on wheels. The train, which travels several queue routes through Scotland, includes in-routes in-suite cabins and spa for the first spa in a train carriage in the United Kingdom. Uh, and then uh, and the four-night trip kicks off in Edinburgh's 
Balmore Hotel where you can enjoy drinks with a whiskey ambassador and maybe ask them how they got that little title. On the board train, you can v- <laughs> choose from over 50 whiskeys to drink while enjoying views of the Scottish countryside right. from the observation car. It's a t- small article, but that's good because we're running out of time here. Uh, oh, and it starts... That sounds so legit. Yeah, and prices start around 9800 I forgot to mention that, so... Um, that doesn't sound legit. <laughs> oh, and this is neat. And in the it includes four nights in the private room with the luxurious train, all meals and drinks. Yes, even the whiskey. All scheduled excursions. A one year membership to the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society and twenty four hour steward service. So there you go. So cool. Okay, starting that up now. Any thoughts, yeah. Cole? I mean, could you imagine <laughs> if someone paid for that for you and was like, "Hey, I know you like whiskey. I know you enjoy Scotch." I'm gonna set you up with this train thing, and they like 50 scotches you can pick from, and I'm sure they're not just, you know, um, your basic stuff. I think it's like, well, for that, I bet it's some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, ten thousand dollars is a lot. Don't get me wrong, but if I got it paid for, I would be thrilled to take this kind of excursion with, yeah, go especially going through like the Scottish countryside. Mm-hmm. That'd be so legit. That's and I'm so sure awesome. a lot of people would pay good money for that. So, yeah, I think that's great. So, speaking of paying for it, I'm going to kind of fast forward us here. But speaking of paying, getting it mm-hmm. paid for, like, that would be, I'm changing. That's what I want for Father's Day right there is that trip. So, that's Oh, yeah. It. But wait a minute. Speaking of what Chelsea, Father's Day her. whiskey do you want, last week's what whiskey would you yeah. choose was what Father's Day whiskey are you gifting? So, is this something you want to get or you're giving away? That sort of a thing. Uh, I went with- I think you spanked me, even with Eagle Rare. Oh, cool. You could only hope that I spanked you. But yes, uh, yeah. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is what I went with. Cole went with Eagle Rare, and I won 65 to 35%. So Cole got spanked it. Uh, got some good writing. Spanked-ed. I'm going to breeze through them. Sorry, guys. You guys are all awesome for writing in. But uh, Who Gives a Dram went with the Old Granddad, and that makes sense because you're giving it to a daddy. Uh, yeah. Miles Ferguson went with anything. I just hope the kids get him something good. I'm with you there. Bryce Marita went with Shackleton. Uh, Embellished Pod gifting. Nice. Woodford double oaked, hoping for a gift. Bardstown That's bourbon prisoner. So he kind of went there. So he's going to give double oaked. He's hoping for Bardstown nice. bourbon prisoner. Uh, Marco and Casey rare breed for an old unique for a unique old bird. And then uh, Bro Tascanascanosa, our Canadian turtle friend, went with uh, baby sass. Mm-hmm. Relatively easy to find. Everyone likes it. Great rye for the price. Um, and then he said he would just give it to his friend because he doesn't have a father figure in his life who enjoys whiskey. So I got you there, but. <laughs> Anyway. Well, when I first read that, I was like, he doesn't have a father figure in his life. That's sad. But then he finished with that enjoys whiskey. whiskey. I know it got sad. That's there, not as sad. Not as sad. Yeah. <laughs> but it is still kind of sad. Yeah. Like, you know, why doesn't, why, why doesn't nobody like whiskey? Anyway. Yeah. So anyway. Make them make like whiskey, William. <laughs> Do it. So just like Christine Riggleman went to the, what, what distillery did she go to again, Cole? In Scotland? Uh, she went to Ben Nevis. She went to Ben Nevis. Just the one that she mentioned at least. That was her whiskey yeah. vacation destination in Scotland. And just like you could take a train through Scotland as a nice little whiskey destination, this week's What Whiskey Would You Choose is, you know, if you could choose one distillery slash whiskey destination, where would it be? Where are you going to go? What's your whiskey destination? You got any idea there, Cole? I yeah, I think I'm starting to formulate it at least. Okay. And I'll, I'll talk my thought process out. So I I've been to maybe a few... Uh, American distilleries. Uh, one of my favorites is, of course, everyone knows I'm a fanboy of Buffalo Trace. And I had uh, Freddie Johnson as my tour guide. And he showed me personally the X where or the Warehouse X, which was 
freaking legit. Uh, but I'm actually gonna if I'm if I'm going to go anywhere, like if I'm you know Cole, where you want to go for a distillery, I'm gonna go to Scotland because that's legit. And so <laughs> if I'm gonna go to Scotland, which Scotch distillery? And so I'm kind of between a few. I'm between some Islas. Uh, you know what? I, okay, I'll I'll say what I was between, and then I'm going to choose real quick. So what I was between was, uh, what was it, Ardbeg, or potentially Lafroig, because uh, Lafroig's got a great sense of humor based on their commercials. That's true. But yeah, let's say it's Ardbeg because I do enjoy. Excuse me, I do enjoy Ardbeg more than I enjoy Lafroig in terms of whiskey. But I have enjoyed both quite a bit. But then the other <laughs> one I was thinking of was one that actually was recommended to me by. Uh, Miles Ferguson was Glenn Grant, uh, and he went to the distillery and had a great time. In fact, got me a bottle of the 16 year, which was amazing. And um, so I was thinking of that, but I, I'm just going to go with Ardbeg here. Uh, I've seen pictures of their distillery on the aisles there, and it looks so cool. And uh, I feel like in order to be an Isla distillery in Scotland, you have to have a sense of humor because a lot of people are going to hate when you make because some people hate smoky scotches um but i think they you know they they gotta love what they do over there and yeah that would be it i I guess that's my my dream vacation on the distillery world is ardbeg distillery so that's my that's my answer i feel like i feel really good about that answer well well, it took you a while to get there so i'm glad yeah (laughs) um yeah so i'm gonna say my favorite whiskey is probably hennigan's and nice. No, um, H-E-double-N-I. <laughs> no, uh, so <clears throat> Nebraska, uh, this uh, COVID last year, because of COVID, didn't happen. And they're hopefully going to happen this fall. I don't know. But they're hoping to schedule uh, a football game in Ireland. And I want to go. Nice. I'm going to double up on that. So I'm going to go watch some Nebraska football. But I'm also going to go to uh, uh, County Cork. And visit the Redbreast Distillery. Ooh, so that's oh, that's totally my the trip. old Middleton. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm gonna go. Is it in County Cork? It's what it's. Yeah, I think it is. It's, it's what, not Dublin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I actually had to pull it up right now. So according to Google, it's in County Cork. Yep, that's right. It's full the of old green Middleton. land of rolling hills, sheep, and craggy coastline. To be sure, County Cork. So Only shout out to Marco and KC. Uh, Marco sent me a picture today of the of a certain selection at a certain liquor store in where he's at, like KC, I guess. Uh, and get this, Robbie. I haven't even told you yet. Okay. He found a Redbreast small batch cast strength, Ooh. 117 proof, which is hotter than their typical 12-year nice. cast strength. That's awesome. Hundred and twenty five or one hundred and sixteen bucks. Nice. I see. I don't even. I, and I, he's bringing it to me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I never even see cast yeah. So that's good on you, man. Marco, dude. Not only guy. your twelve. It's not the twelve year. It's the small batch. So I am stoked. I, I had to throw down a little bit for that one, but uh, thanks for Patreon money because now we can afford stuff like that. So <laughs> we can afford um, nice things. We're grateful. Yeah, this is why we afford nice things, Robbie. <laughs> um, so, yep, what do we got this week? Uh, or no, we just did what was we to choose. Uh, wait, we, did you give it? your answer? Yeah, Redbreast. Yeah, oh, that would be killer, man. What are we drinking next week, Cole? 
So um, Sean, uh, our Patreon listener, sent us a few good whiskeys. And I want to put at least one of those on the uh, docket, on the, um, you know, put it in the ring for the fight of this week's Instagram poll. Uh, and that's Flocky Floki. It's a Icelandic distillery. And I forget the Icelandic distillery's name, but Floki is a single malt that was smoked similar to like peated scotch. Oh, man. But it was smoked. Get this. Get the freaking this. <laughs> um, it is um, smoked in like sheep's dung or something like that what? and i'm like what i gotta know what i gotta know what? what's cool. what makes this i yeah. just got the freaking that what yeah yeah you say get the freaking you got this. the freaking what you say get the freaking this i got the freaking that oh you did get the freaking that yeah <laughs> isn't that crazy <laughs> our listeners are like whoa which i'm like so like like you can definitely taste like peat right or like even like you do like a del Bach and you taste taste the mesquite I'm really. You taste the dung. (laughs) I'm down, man. I mean, it's like it's not like it's gonna make me sick because it's alcohol. Sheep sheet. It all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Seriously. Anyway, so I, you know, and that's how we earn our explicit rating. Yeah, Uh, and the other one we're gonna put up with because it's another one we both want to drink is Lafroy Lore. From uh, Miles and that was sent in, yeah, Miles Ferguson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you know what's awesome? Yeah, about our we'll, pa- uh, I gotta say something about our Patreon. What's that? I'm starting to identify yeah. who sent us just based off of their handwriting, which I feel like that's oh, an yeah. awesome place to be, where you can identify someone's yeah. handwriting. So mm-hmm. for sure, um, yeah, Miles. So has we nice appreciate you, uh, not only our patreon people but the people that are willing to even just send us some stuff that we can you know put on the podcast we're always down hey and if you i i don't want to sound like you know gimme 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 but if you have a whiskey like a icelandic dung smoked whiskey Mm. that you want us to try we're probably down to try it too uh, so set, just hit us up on Instagram, hit us up at chillfilteredpodcast at gmail.com. Any of those ways you can hit us up. But uh, if you want us to try a whiskey on the podcast, we're not going to say no unless we've already done it. Uh, so let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's a whiskey, like if you hand us rum, we're sadly, we're not going to do that on the podcast. Uh, and Sean sent us a rum and he's like, I know this isn't going to make it on the podcast, but just so you guys enjoy, we're down for that too. Well, you know what? But anyway. I think it, it probably will because I'll mm-hmm. probably use it as an entry buzz one of these weeks. So it'll make a little bit there. Ooh, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah maybe next week. So. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, keep in mind, listeners, that I, Cole, <laughs> might not be able to do next week's uh, episode. And, you know, baby, uh, what's the word? Pending, I guess, is, uh, you know, might might throw a wrench in the, the episodes for a week or two or maybe three. Uh, I really wouldn't want to go more than that. Uh, I do want to get back into uh, the Podcast. recording soon <laughs> if baby's born. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you call this thing again? The game. The podcast um, game. The whiskey game. I don't know. The whiskey game. But uh, just keep that in mind, listeners. We actually have a few uh, banked episodes. And if they are out of order seeming, they are because we recorded them previously or just not with the previous uh, what whiskey would you choose or something like that. <clears throat> Bear with us for a little bit. Uh, Cole will be back if I'm not here next week. 
not that you guys all love me more than you love Robbie, uh, but uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. We'll be back to regular recording in the next few weeks if I'm not here next week. So all right, that's that. That's it. That's it. Well, cool. That's it. Cool. I hope that I don't get to talk to you for a couple of weeks because you're so busy with that baby, man. Dude, I hope she is uh, as awesome as I already know she is. You know what, Cole? I hope no one sends us a whiskey smoked with their own dung. (laughs) I hope so, too. But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. 